Welcome to the Media Bubble Podcast, the podcast that talks about movies, anime, comics, video games, and whatever we feel like. I'm your host, Karol, and with me as always is my co-host, Fredrik. Hi, I'm also here. In today's episode, we are going to talk about cinema memories. Yeah, and to explain something, these are kind of the cinema memories that me and Carol have have seen together in the years we have known each other, I guess. We have other cinema memories and seen more movies than these, but these are specifically movies that we, we two have seen together. And as you can see on the screen, I have kind of a compelled uh, list of uh, films we have seen. Yes, and for our listeners without a screen, uh, there is a list of movies we have seen in cinema or... Uh, yeah, th- those are just mostly like cinema. These are yeah. all cinema. Uh, one, thi- one thing I, w- I want to talk about before we actually get into... what. W- any of the movies is what hap- what ha- used to happen all the time when we went to see a movie because me and Carol uh, used to decide on a time like ho- half an and hour I was before always the on time ready to see the movie always 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 you came like when there were two mi- minutes until the movie started <laughs> on time you were always late <laughs> Um, I, so, so it it almost amazed me how mu- how would you were late all the time. It's it's a it's a blessing, but honestly, like wh- wh- I, one time it was literally literally one minute, and uh, luckily for me, I have I had already bought your ticket so we could go straight in. I mean, even if we were late, I think the cashier would still sell us tickets. Yeah, they would, but uh, you don't, I, don't, I don't feel like you want to be late. Actually, there, wa- there is one film in here where we were like late five minutes or something. But before we go into that... Uh... Carol, why are, why are you always late? You can't drag me out like this on air. Come on. <laughs> okay. But You're I mean... a busy man. I'm not okay. So I'm, I I I have started working on on me being late. I always think like okay, if I like stay or do something, I'm gonna have enough time to do this thing, and then something else pops up, and I'm okay. Instead of that, then I'll be there in like five minutes ahead, and then something else comes up. So I'm always late. It's well, well, I can admit one thing, and that is that you have gotten a lot better in the uh, last couple of years. Yeah, it was. I was chronically late. I like. I think it was maybe just, no. It was before my yeah. It was. I think after my boss started talking to me about me being late. Wait, were you? Are you late yes. for work? Yes, yes. In the beginning, I was also late for work, <laughs> and she said to me, oh. "Like, what the like? What is happening? <laughs> We're like seven times late this month yeah. at work." <laughs> if there's if there's something you shouldn't be late to, it's that. That's why I'm not late anymore. Or if I'm okay. late, I give a call. <laughs> it's kind of weird to look at these movies that we have seen in cinema in some way because I haven't been to the cinema in like two years because of COVID. Yeah, exactly. The C word. Like, I... Me either. 
But I think people are starting going to the movies again. I have friends who yeah. are going to the cinema. Yeah, I think it kind of starts up. So, I don't know, maybe we should watch something soon. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And even if, if not in the cinema, we have streaming services. God knows we have so many streaming services. Yeah, I've seen a, a, lot, a lot of new movies actually on streaming services. Yeah, I started watching Buffy. Like, it's really cool. I saw, I have seen some episode of Buffy, actually. It's Please start watching it with me. It's just so campy. The first season is like, in every generation, there's a slayer. Do, do you remember when we started a channel and we did a couple of episode IDs? One of your episode IDs was uh, explaining Buffy the Vampire to me. Yeah, I still have to. Like, I am looking, like, I'm watching Buffy... Not specifically just so that I can retell you the story, but I am watching it for context. <laughs> okay. But, but we uh, have just drifted off enough. Okay, in this list of movies here, do, do you remember which one we saw first of all the movies on here? Which, was one, which one was the first we seen together? Oh, hmm. Either Kung Fu Panda 2... Or The Hunger Games? No. Which one was it? The Toy Story? Yes, Toy Story 3. That came out 2010. Oh gosh, that's 11 years ago. Yeah. That, I am old. (laughs) We are old. (laughs) Yeah, but that was the first film we actually saw together. And weirdly enough, you were the one that came... Before me to the cinema that time. <laughs> it's just too, like, good first impressions. <laughs> That's the one you remember the most. What, what did you say? No, I said, like, uh, that, like, first impressions matter a lot when it comes oh, to... Oh, okay, then movies. you can ruin it afterwards. <laughs> exactly. Then you can, then you become comfortable. <laughs> then it's just opinion, like I'm cruising on my, uh, <laughs> on what it's already established. Okay, and then I'm I'm not re- I don't really remember Tangled as one of the first one we watched, but it also came out 2010, so I guess it has to be a early. Like I remember seeing it with you, and I think yeah. like like chronologically it would make sense. Yeah, um, because I think those are the only two movies from 2010 that's on the list. But There's actually a lot from 2011 when I look at it. Yeah, it was a good year for movies. But I just wanted to say, like, listeners, we have a list in front of us that Fredrik has prepared. He he was a really good pal making this list. And, like, I don't remember seeing a Hop. Like, before we started recording, I, I also said this. Like, who remembers Hop? Yeah, who do, does it? Was It's kind of a movie that came from the... Alvin and the Shipmunk fame, I feel like. I mean, kind of. maybe, but wait, why do you think so? Um, It's kind of the same CGI style, and it's kind of this CGI creature that me- meets, um, meets hum- a human, human and they and go, and on, go on adventures. Yeah, they kind of don't like each other, but they need each other, and then they come to, to realize that they... Uh, Love each other as a family. Didn't we also see Rise of the Guardians, like the the Jack Frost movie? We have seen it, but it wasn't in cinema. Hmm. 
And also, I pointed out before, uh, Dark in the Shadows, the one with Johnny Depp, the the uh, the vampire, yeah. uh, grand grand da- grand grandpa vampire wakes up, and his family mm. is just chill with it. And also, his granddaughter is a werewolf. Yeah, like no, like, those, uh, nobody talks about it too. Yeah, but. I can understand why nobody talks about it because of all the movies on this list. List that is probably my least favorite. I'm gonna say actually, like I I would agree with you, but like I think I at least remember Dark in the Shadows. Hop, I just erased from my memory. I remember one time where after we watched it, you said you told me that Hop was a really bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I stand by that. One one thing that all that I, I find fun when we sometimes go to the cinema is that we kind of live in a s- small city, or you don't live here anymore when I think about it. But I'm anyway, fifteen minutes uh, away. It's not that far. Yeah, but so sometimes when we go to the cinema, it can kind of be almost an empty cinema, and that happened to us with the uh, with the. Uh, Tangled. There were two other people actually when we was tangled, but and but the one film that we watched that where it was literally just us two was Lego Batman. Yeah, Do you remember? It was. It's it's like one of my fondest memories actually. Like full cinema, cinema for ourselves, and Lego Batman is dang good. Yeah, it was kind of the perfect film to be ourselves in because we could just talk. Talk uh, without caring, uh, without caring that we disturbed anyone. Yeah, it like it was, it was so cool, and I think. So it was kind, it was kind of fun when a reference came up, and you you kind of were like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I get that, (laughs) but aloud. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I mean, can we just gush a little bit about Lego Batman? Like, after Lego Movie came out. And they started out like uh, announcing Lego Batman. I didn't really have that that high hopes for it, but uh, like just like oh, this is a Lego movie, but it's like not connected to the uh, to the to the first one, and also it's not about like a father playing with Lego toys. No, it's like a DC story within Lego. Yeah. That surprised me actually. I thought it, I thought that the movie was going to be more about the Lego un, Lego movie universe, but it was kind of more Batman's history. Yeah, I mean, it was also like the whole movie is about Batman having like coming to terms that he has a relationship with the Joker. It's mm. he's not his friend; they're enemies. But Batman can't deny that they that they share a connection, and it was just hilarious seeing like. Yeah, they do. They're they're enemies, and they should like actually like, talk about it. Of the movies that you see on this list here, is there one that surprised you? Uh, that you were kind of were like, yeah, we watched that. Um, Puss in Boots. Yeah, like I remember it well. I I know we've seen it, but. I don't know, like, it feels like nowadays, it feels like a movie that would just come out on a streaming service. Yeah, it, it probably is because it was kind of a long time ago. Puss in Boots was released 2011. Yeah, so it was like, 
right before the, the the streaming service boom. Yeah, actually, there's a lot of movies actually released 2011. We have Harry Potter and the Deadly Hallows Part 1, Pirates of the Caribbean, Don't uh, the fourth me. one, I, 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 Hunger I... Games, Cars 2, Kung Fu Panda 2, all 2011. I still haven't seen Hunger Games like the, the last one. I've I've seen the second one and I've seen the first one. I read all the books. I just haven't seen the the last movie. Yeah, that that's actually me too. I remember I watched the first one and then I was kind of like excited to see the second one and then when the last two were going to come out, I just I I had stopped caring. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. Like maybe it was the marketing like there wasn't enough of it. Like we all knew it was mm. coming, but the last movies, they were there. There wasn't that much hype around them. Do you, do you want to know that there was a kind of a weird Hollywood trend of taking a young adult novel, novel of kind of a futuristic setting and making like four movies out of it? That was kind of like in a specific time period because. When 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 the fourth or third movies go, were going to come out, they become they all became flops instead. Yeah, maybe there was just oversaturations of teen dystopias because like Divergent, uh, mm. Maze Runner was also like one of them, right? Uh, yeah, and yeah, I, Maze Runner was one of them. And I can't come up with more, but I think there was. There was like one more series, I think. There probably was some more. I know that there were some failing ones that after one movie didn't make it. Uh, with There is one one that was planned as a series that was called... It has something with Shadow in the title. Uh, Shadow Dark of Instruments? Immortal. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I that's what I've heard too. And maybe like maybe that was that's the one I was thinking about. Maybe. Um I wouldn't mind seeing some of these movies. Like I haven't seen them and they were flops, but at least these movies have fan bases behind them. Like when you go on Tumblr or, or Twitter or like uh, just social like on YouTube, people still make content of, of, about them. Yeah. So maybe we can make content out of it one day. <laughs> Ideas for content, yes. Yes. Let's uh, let's think of more things. But like uh, to- talking about movies we missed, I really want us to talk in the future about Twilight movies, the Twilight Saga. Oh, okay. Like vampire- I never watched those on cinema. I like I've seen the first one, and I've seen clips of the last two. But I've just been feeling there is just just this resurgence of like appreciation for Twilight movies because like they they oh they were oh there yes there is like a Twilight Renaissance going on right now. Is uh, it kind of a is it kind of a, like a Renaissance where people look with good memories or is it kind of making fun of it? Uh, both and so people are appreciating just like. Uh, like uh, the wedding scene in one of the movies, it inspired like hundreds and hundreds of weddings uh, with Ed- like Bella's and Edward's wedding. And there are like lots of funny scenes and uh, pretty chill characters. There is also like they're uh, talking about like the offer because like uh, you know why why the resurgence is happening. I think the author released a gender bent retelling of the first book. Have you, uh, to, uh, speaking of Twilight, have you seen 
Robert Pattinson old interviews where he talked about Twilight and he kind of said that he thought that their author was crazy or something like that. I mean, she is... She's not Jehovah's Witnesses. She is... Oh, so is, she, is she really crazy? No, oh my god. I mean, just because you're Jehovah's Witnesses, you're not crazy. But she no, is... No, I, I didn't mean that, but with the way you kind of said it. But there is, like, there are some implications with her that, that like, the, like... I don't remember. There was something about, like, I think... Against everything, she didn't put any like of her values in the book uh, while writing it. Uh, that was the deal, I think. Okay. It's very convoluted. If I, when I when I found find more information, I'll let you know <laughs> the Twilight information. Oh, okay, the Twilight <laughs> information. <laughs> but I do have uh, the book at you, home, so I might read. Uh, do you remember seeing Harry Potter: Deathly Hallows Part One? I do, I do. Didn't we see the, the part two as well? No, uh, we saw that in different with different peoples. Yeah, I think I saw it with Matthias. Because because that one came out more in the summertime, and you were in a different country then. Yeah, I was. I was actually. I remember it now. The Deadly Hallows part one came more in like the winter period we actually saw it on a school night i don't think definitely hallows is a good movie at least part the, one the first part or yeah i think it's too much meandering i can i kind of i kind of think of part one and part two as one big movie together i agree wait how long is uh part one like runtime. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. But it's. I'm. I do know that part one is longer than part two. I am googling it right now because I have a theory. I think part uh, Deathly Hallows part two is like the shortest Harry Potter movie actually. Runtime, runtime. Let me see. Let me see. It's. Please give me the info. Why isn't it? On the IMDb page. I, I I usually go to Wikipedia. Because for me, it feels like... Uh, I mean, the Justice Split is probably... I don't know which... How, because when J.K. Rowling wrote the books, uh, she didn't, wrote, she didn't like, write all the books and then started making movies. The movies were happening like a little bit, bit behind the books. Uh, yeah, I think like... Either three or four books have been written when the first one came out. Yeah, so she already had an idea of what she wanted to do like with the series, that mm. it will be made into movies, if she's successful enough. And speaking that's why... Of speaking hmm? of future episodes, I guess we can sometime later talk about the Harry Potter franchise. I have fond memories of Harry Potter, but I mean, it 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 all depends if we like if we believe in death of the author. But like when she released the books, if that's like if if that, I just don't do like J.K. To... Rowling. Yeah, I don't really like like her too. But the the t- the thing with I I almost never think of uh, the author when I w- watch the work or something like that. It's kind of like the same thing with the. Uh, 
when I watch an actor on screen, I never really think of the real person. I think about the character that is on the screen. I think I did that before, but now being a little bit more online, I, I'm having trouble distinguishing like actors from like characters from from what who the, they're the, portrayed the and that what they're yeah, portraying. The thing that the things that J.K. Rowling is saying is that kind of ruining your love for Harry Potter. Yeah, she is. That I mean, it, because it's I kind of feel like the, those special memories is still your memories and your experience and your love for this world. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, but you see, I it's exactly as you said. As you said. I have fond memories of this world, and I have appreciation of the memories I have. Like I, when I was a kid, I was I read the books back to back multiple times, and like when I was little, I was seriously believing I would get an owl to Hogwarts. Mm. I was like rationalizing, I didn't get it now, but in England they have a weird schooling system, so I have a few years until I get the letter. Like that's how far the ho- down the hole I was with Harry Potter. Yeah. But I'm just like every time I see the media, I'm just thinking like if I wanted to go to Universal Studios with like uh, to to experience like the Harry Potter land, well that profits J.K. Rowling. There's a new game coming out about Wizarding World that also benefits her. Uh, one thing that I can admit is that I feel like the first seven books they are really good books, and the movies is kind of okay too, but. All, all the thing that, that has come after, I feel like is just so st- is some way stupid and weird. I feel like with like we could have stopped with the movies at half blood prints. That's my opinion. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about some other films we have seen. Um, is there one that you want to specific take up? Yeah, I mean, my favorite movie now is Shape of, Wa- uh, Shape of Water by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, do you, do you remember why we saw that? Because we we had realized that we hadn't seen kind of an Oscar pick film. And the one that we were going to see was actually La La Land. But uh, that uh, we waited too long, so it wasn't on cinema anymore. So it became The Shape of Water instead. And you know what? I still haven't seen La La Land, but I, but I do love that we went to see this one. Yeah, that that was kind of... The Shape of Water is a really good movie, actually. It's just so good that, like, central themes work. The Like, the antagonist, he's a shitty guy. You root for the heroes. Like, I mean, the whole concept is that, like, there's a woman that's been ostracized by society because she can't talk. She can only, like, sign... And like every sign single language, yeah, sign language, and she she teaches the monster the sign language, and they fall in love, and like every single character that you are rooting for in this society at that time is considered like someone beneath or a monster or underprivileged. Like the main character is a disabled woman. Uh, her friend mm. is a black woman in the workforce who I think her husband doesn't respect her, and she cheats and cheats on her. Like she is below everyone. Yeah. Uh, the monster is a freaking monster. The scientist that helps the monster escape is gay, and he's also discriminated against that. He's, like, kicked out of the bar because he tries to be sweet with a guy. Um, and the central freaking enemy is, like, a white, middle-aged, like, uh, guy, like, who is, like, 
in the eyes of society, he is like a like the man. He like he can get anything, but inside he wants to torment this poor woman. He wants to. He doesn't care for the like for for her friend. He like he's really shitty. Uh, he wants to cheat on his wife, and and with time, as the, as the movie goes on, like his rotten outside is coming uh, inside is coming outside because his like his hand is rotting away from the beast beast's uh, bite. It just, I love this. Um, a spoiler warning. <laughs> kind of late for if, that. Yeah, we we kind of always forget this when we talk about movies, but uh, um. We're talking freely here. <laughs> yeah, we are. But yeah, those yeah. are my feelings about this movie. I don't know if you enjoyed it as much as I did, at least. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the movie, but I realize now that the, you probably remember it a bit more than I did, because you, you got really spe- specific in some points there. Like, there goes days where I actually, like, driving my way to work, like, Hmm, The Shape of Water is a really good movie. (laughs) (laughs) You you suddenly get that in your head of, oh, that was a really good film. I do. And I think, like, it was healthy. There there are some films that that happens to me, too. Yeah. And I think, have you seen, um, oh, God, Troll Hunters and, like, the Arcadia series on Netflix? No. So it's a series by Guillermo del Toro, and it's animated by Pixar, I think? I don't want to be... No, I, no, don't, I don't think... Probably DreamWorks in that case. Yeah, it's DreamWorks. And it's based on Gilmero's uh, like childhood story. He wrote it when he was a kid. It's about uh, Jim. He is the troll hunter. He one day finds the amulet of Merlin that helps him transform into a knight. And he helps like these trolls with their war going on that is threatening the world. And it just like escalates yeah. and escalates... And it's like three series. Uh, first is Troll Hunters, three seasons. Second is um, Down Below, which is about aliens, two seasons. Then it's uh, about uh, Duxie, which who is a disciple of Merlin, one season. And then there's a movie. And I think like I think because I liked also this series, it just reminded me of how great Gilmer del Toro is. Do you want to know 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 what, what one thing about about Gilmer the Tore is that I have just seen one of his films. What did you see? And we have talked about it, The Shape of Water. Oh. I I want to see Pan's Labyrinth. I feel like that is an interesting one, but I haven't seen it yet. I want to like. It it I I know the premise and it's just so like. Do I need to say spoiler again? Um, may- maybe not this time because I-, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I just read, like, skimmed the IMDb page. It's about this girl who is, like, trying to flee to this other world from the ongoing world, mm. like, world war in her life. Um, so she flees to this mystical place, the labyrinth. I don't know what happens next, but it's just such a cool premise. Yeah. Uh, back to some of the uh, mo- movies on this list. There is one film actually that we have se- that we saw two times on the cinema. Do you remember which one that was? I don't remember actually. Which one was it? It has a, it has a two in the title. Zootopia two. 
<laughs> no, Kung, Kung Fu Panda 2. We did wait. We saw it in the cinema because I know that we've seen it at your house too. Yeah, but we saw it twice in the cinema. We, you and me, saw it once, and then you were like, "Frederick, I want to go to the cinema, and we have this third third friend that is coming this time too." And I was like, "Okay, what do you want to see? Kung Fu Panda 2." You I don't o- remember that. I honestly don't remember that. I am going to the doctors and I'm going to see if I'm losing my goddamn mind. Because I would surely remember this event. As a, uh, some, something that re- really makes me, makes me weird a bit out is that I, I, rem- <laughs> I remember is that I, I remember t- things like, like this. I feel that it's a bit weird how good my memories are, are in Like, I am scared as well. Cases. What do you know about me, man, that I forgot? Yeah, what do I know? <laughs> uh, but, um, but seeing the list, w- I actually wanted to talk about another movie we saw. Wh- uh, which one? So, Christopher Robin. Or- Christopher Robin. Because I know Winnie that the was the, that was the movie that you wanted really you really wanted to see, and I was really not convinced. But at the end of it, I I felt like it was justified that we saw it. Like I, uh, uh, I was such a big Winnie the Pooh fan when I, I was young, and when I saw the trailers for Christopher Robin, I just felt like my uh, is this kind of like saw some ending of my childhood kind of movie. And I wanted so to watch that on the cinema. And we actually went to another city because it wasn't showing in this city. So that was kind of a new experience. Yeah, I remember that too. And one of the one of the weirdest thing was when we watched the movie. And I think we were the only only ones that didn't have a, that wasn't a child family. I mean. It's such a weird concept, but like it's it's a movie. It's I don't. Is it really like a movie for little kids though? I'm not sure. It's kind of in the in the in between. It's little kids can see it. I feel like, but uh, especially when I watched the trailer, it felt more marketed to those who loved Winnie the Pooh when they were young. Exactly, like it feels like a little bit more adult. Even seeing the poster for it, just like blank space, not a poo, and it's not really like when you when you compare it to Toy Story three or Wreck It Ralph, like it's not exciting. It's something. It's a little bit more subdued. Yeah, but I gotta be honest. I loved seeing that mo- movie. It was pretty nice. Yeah, like Christopher yeah. Robin, like learned to. Take time and spend it with his family. It was a nice, mm. like just just a nice reminder. Uh, one film that we have on the list here, which I, I don't really feel is a film that is t- is talked about that much anymore. But but I remember when we, we saw it and I felt like, hey, this is actually a pretty good film, and that would be Miss Pellegrim's uh, Home for Particular Particular Children. Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, but if I'm gonna be honest, since we've seen it, I don't, I haven't thought about it a single time. It's a good no, movie, I, like, but it's not really like a something that stands out. No, I, I, I understand that uh, it, it's not really a movie that 
will blow you out of the mind, but it's kind of just I, I feel like a g- good movie that, uh, yeah, no one talks about, I, I feel like. So, for our listeners, uh, the Miss, what's her name? Hergenides? Miss Pe- Miss Pe- P. Pegular. Yeah. So Miss P. <laughs> Miss P. is <laughs> house for peculiar, peculiar children. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's a movie about a woman who has a house for peculiar children. Some of them float. Some of them have special powers. Some of them can turn invisible, I think. I don't remember all the characters. But the plot is, with time, someone trespasses into the house. I think it was like a kid, was it not? Um, Do you remember this movie? I know it was good, and I enjoyed the scenery, and there was like I rem- a war. I remember. Uh, I remember. I don't remember maybe all of it, but the, yeah, I don't remember this. The actual. I don't really remember the start. I remember more when he actually came to the house. That's kind of when my memory started, I guess. And there was also this like weird magic subplot, like that they teleport. Mm. I I also remember this weird battle they had with Samuel L. Jackson. Why was Samuel L. Jackson there anyway? I don't even remember him in the movie. Don't you? He was the main villain that came in the end. Maybe this is the reason why I don't remember it. Not Samuel L. Jackson. It's just that, like, as I said, I liked the setting and I liked the premise. But it wasn't just that remarkable to hold my attention. No, it's not. It's not an an incredible movie, but I just felt like it was a a kind of good film. Yeah, I might do, do, wa- do you want to n- know something? There were two times I watched a film in the cinema of these that are in the list, and I re- remember me thinking in the middle of the film that, oh, this is a really good film. I mean, you want that... to know which two those were? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Captain America Civil War and uh, Zootopia. Those were good movies, actually. I agree. And like, I, I think Civil War I, was I, the I, reason... I, remem- uh, I, I, I remember sitting in Civil War and just suddenly think, thinking while, while I watched the film, like, this film is really good, which I usually don't do in the middle of the film. Wasn't this also the introduction of uh, Black Panther? Yeah, it was. Like, it's so weird thinking that he's like a Marvel staple, and that's how we were introduced to him. Yeah, what, this that film was also the first one for Spider-Man, if I remember. Um, let's see. Um, what films haven't we talked about yet? Um... I mean, easy. Avengers we haven't talked a... about... Uh, Avengers... Uh, I mean, we started talking about Zootopia as well. And Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, that was... Uh, that movie really surprised me because I thought, thought it was was going to be a, f- a fun detective movie with animals. And it, <laughs> when you see it, it's so much yeah. more than that. I mean, uh, wasn't, there, wasn't there like planned animated series for Disney Plus on Zootopia? Yeah, they, they were kind of more short films from what I can understand. Uh, Are they in Zootopia, yeah, maybe, because, or like, something like that? It feels like, like a little bit of wasted potential with Zootopia. Uh, they created this, like, yeah. sprawling city 
uh, with uh, loads of animals having all their different ways of life. And even outside the city, there was like, like how people live, like with bunnies and foxes. And it feels like they should have done a little bit more, more of it. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like Zootopia maybe is a film that should be brought up a little more often because what, what its team and what it's talking about is really relevant for today. Yeah, I mean, with the rise of alt-right extremism and like with like dangerous fascists on the rise, hell yeah, we need to like intersectionality and take account like people's experiences with racism. Hmm. Yeah, so um <laughs> But then it's see, also some... silly that they become cops. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but She's a bunny cap. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, let's see uh, some other films we haven't talked about yet. Avengers Age of Ultron, if you remember earlier that was actually that movie that we came five minutes late into. I was actually there then I left because I realized Carol wasn't coming. And then he called me up and, uh, yeah, we came five minutes late into that one. It was actually a world premiere, actually, we went to. Yeah, there were lots of people in the cinema, too. That I remember. Mm. And uh, then... Uh, you know what? what? Do... I've been pleasantly surprised by Ant-Man. Like, it's not, like, ground-shaking like any other, like, like Iron Man or... Like, uh, no, uh, it's kind four. of just a fun, fun uh, little movie you can watch any time, I feel like. Yeah, it's it's amazingly, like, kind of self-contained. And, like, in the second one, it's still, like, still enjoyable, I feel. Mm. Let's see, what do we have more? Deadpool. That was actually our first R-rated movie, R-rated movie we went to. Exactly, and I greatly enjoyed Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, I which one? The, uh, so first Deadpool was about uh, him. Uh, he, he was it before or after he lost his girlfriend that he. No, the the last his girlfriend was I think the second one. Yeah, it was in the second one. And so actually, in the first actually, movie... we have all, we have also seen the second one, but I realize now that I haven't put this put it on this document. I mean, we can talk about both of them. So, in the first movie, uh, Ryan Reynolds' character realizes he has cancer. And because he wants more time with his girlfriend, he goes those dangerous clinical trials that turn him into Deadpool, basically. He was an assassin for hire before then, but uh, now he is a... uh, He has regenerative powers and is about to be sold into, uh, like, servitude for rich billionaires. Uh, but he doesn't, and uh, the whole movie is spent on, like, fighting Ajax, you know, the the, the guy that sounds like dish, dishwasher. Yeah. Like, di- dishwashing uh, soap. Yeah, it was a fun movie, I feel like. Um, yeah. And the second one was so gory, like, not, not super gory, but... Like, in the beginning when there was this uh, sequence as he was slashing the Japanese, uh, like, Yakuza. Mm. Uh, like, you could actually see, like, slice and blood flying off. And when people were jumping off from the helicopter later on in the movie with his, like, beast squad buddies. And they kept dying. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> like, I remember this, but I don't remember Hop. 
Why would you remember Hop Carol? <laughs> Deadpool was clearly a better movie. I, f- I feel like Deadpool, when it came out, was a little bit o- overpraised, to be honest, but it's still a really good, fun movie. I didn't really care for it being overpraised. I knew it would be fun, and it proved to be right. I mean, that's yeah, it, what we it, have it, to it, it is a really good, good and fun movie. I, f- I feel that, yeah. Also, I liked between first one and the second one. Which premise do you like better? Like Ajax, because Ajax like was after Wade Wilson is his name, and he just wanted revenge for uh, for uh, destroying his like illegal operation. In the second one, Wade has to uh, save this kid from becoming like a mafia boss in the future because he was like in a orphanage. And he, like, go, like, he frees Juggernaut, who then enables him to become, like, the worst villain to ever grace the world, I think. Yeah, something like that. I I, I, I like the first one better. I feel like the, the jokes were a little bit better in the first one. I disagree. I think the jo- jokes are pretty solid in, in the second one, and it has a little bit more touching story. I guess we just have to disagree then. Exactly. Um, let's see, what hasn't we talked about? Uh, Inside the, jung- the Jungle Book is still on here. Which... I, I remember going into the Jungle Book and actually looking a bit forward to it because I had seen some of the remakes and I actually really liked Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast. Actually, Beauty and the Beast was another one that we saw in cinema that isn't on this list, but... Uh, I really liked Beauty and the Beast, because, like, they answered more questions, they gave us new questions, like, because in this movie, like, they teleported around France yeah, to that's... Belle's old home. <laughs> that was a weird point, actually. And I, and I liked that, because, it, like, it, it, I mean, sure, they didn't answer, like, why did Beast have this magical artifact that can just let him travel anywhere, but it's just like, yeah, I'm still thinking about it, and, like, it, that's cool. Like, I, unanswered I, questions. I liked the, the live-action remake, actually. I'd, I liked the animated um, much more, but there was, actually is one thing that I felt like the live-action did a bit better, and that was... The point where they explained that ev- because of this curse, everyone forgot th- there was actually a prince uh, in the castle. Because that always confused me uh, as a child. If if uh, if he was supposed to be a prince, how could everyone have forgotten about him? Yeah, it explained the, like the this glaring hole in the story. Because like in the original, like yeah, if there was a prince. Why did, like, everyone forget that this palace, there's, like, a prince living there? Mm. Otherwise, I would say that the animated version is probably the best, but uh, the live action is not a bad version. No, I think it's it's pretty cool. Did you know that Disney ordered, like, a miniseries with Gaston and... what What's his name? What's his face? His... Uh, he that plays Olaf. Um... What is his name, actually? Um, mm, I'll guess we'll what, never know. I, well, whatever. Uh, the Jungle Book. I actually thought that I would like the Jungle Book when we went into it, but 
I actually was a bit disappointed by it, I remember. I came into the movie with lukewarm expectations and I left with the same. Yeah, I did, I, I did don't really like the Jungle Book and it, it was kind of weird for me to feel that way because everywhere I everywhere online, when, when I looked at people's reviews and everything, everyone seemed to love the movie and I was like, no, I don't. I mean, what do you even remember from the jungle, from the live-action Jungle Book? Um, because I don't think I can I can mention like any good scene. I know there was this one bit with the wolves. Uh, do you want to know one thing I remember? And that what and this isn't a good scene, but it was when King Louis were, was starting to sing, and King Louis was voiced by Christopher Walken, and he kind of talk sings. And and it kind of just felt so weird for what the, this movie was that he suddenly went and did that. I think also there is this special thing here that I wanted to mention. So here in Sweden, like the Jungle Book, like King Louis' song, that's that's like a song you sing usually like in school or preschool, right? Yeah, it's kind of a popular song and... Uh, yeah. And yeah. Like, the Jungle Book is a really popular film here. Yeah, and that that's like whole just whole Disney franchise is pretty popular in Sweden. Yeah, Sweden is a kind of if you compare to other countries then Sweden is kind of crazy Disney con- country in some way because yeah. people know a lot of Disney films by uh, by heart and actually we, we know we know a lot of cr- we actually watch some clips of Disney movies every year on Christmas Eve. Yeah, like... Uh, uh, Donald Duck. Yeah, exactly. So, as as uh, Fredrik mentioned, there is this clip show of Disney movies going every Christmas. And when I came to Sweden, that's that's what struck me off. Because, like, in Poland, we have our own, like, version of Disney. We have, like, also, like, uh, films for kids. But most of mm. them are, like, in Polish or, like not really like any like only Poland specific here in Sweden like Disney is really big yeah there's also this kind of big comic book in Sweden which is the most popular comic in Sweden which is Donald Duck comics and Kalanka's pocket yeah Donald Duck pocket books yeah and they release like I don't know monthly weekly and it's like a the, yeah, that, that that book is re- released monthly, but there also is a a, a paper that's released uh, every week. And then there's a lot of other stuff that also has Donald Duck contents. Yeah, I mean, you're like the Donald Duck expert out of, out of two of us. Like, you have full shelves of volumes with Donald Duck. Yeah, I have. <laughs> like, like I, I have saved every... Um, all, all the Donald Duck's um, um, comic books I own. I uh, you know that uh, when I used to come to your house, I always liked to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did you think they were good? Yeah, I mean, mm. like, yeah, they, they're pretty, like, usually they're pretty good. Hmm. Let's see, what all is left on this list? Uh, we have seen Cars 2 and Inside Out, uh, two Pixar films. I know that Cars 2 is kind of disliked, but I feel like it's 
a fine movie. I agree. Like, it's it's kind of a left field that they introduced, like, a spy plot. But I like yeah. it. Yeah, it, it's a... Uh, I feel like people uh, get a bit too hateful to the film because it's because it was made by Pixar, but it's kind of a fine film. Yeah, I mean, we have to keep in mind, this is talking cars we're talking about. It's not mm. anything shit like serious. Yeah. And then we have uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh. Which I actually saw two times, to be honest, because I once saw it with my family, and then the second time I saw it with you. You know what? You want to know my controversial opinion? What? I never liked Star Wars. I'm not the biggest fan of Star Wars myself. I like the original three film and I also like Star Wars The Clone Wars uh, animated series. But the rest... Actually, I, I do like The Mandalorian also, but the rest I'm... There's so yeah. much stuff, good stuff on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> The thing that I felt when I watched The Force Awakens, which I felt like no one talked about at the time, because if you remember when this came out, this film was actually kind of praised as a good Star Wars film. I I feel like opinions have changed nowadays, but... Uh, Which one did did we watch? Was it the first one or was it the, the third one? It was the first one or the seventh one, technically. Because I remember the first one being great as well. Like, it had a lot of potential of, like, uh, Finn turning out to be a lightsaber user. And, uh, like, Rey, like, from a nobody turning, like, becoming my cat, attacking my microphone. Josephine! Actually, I have have had a big problem when I watched uh, it for the first time. And that was, I felt like it was... It felt like a remake of the fourth one for me, or uh, the first or the first Star Wars film. If I remember what the fourth one was about, I would. Either yeah, agree it, or it was about Luke, uh, and he discovering that he has the Force. You can say. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now I remember. Yeah. I mean, like, I I guess he wanted like. But it's pretty obvious he wanted to have this parallel parallel between the like the seventh and the fourth movie. Like Star Wars has its own tropes, like, and it's like a, this big soap opera about this one family. Yeah, but the, this this was too close for me because there were there were some points that were I felt like exactly the same. Where like there's kind of this R two two robot that has some information and he's suddenly in this planet uh, full of sand and there comes an outsider that finds this robot that has that specific anime uh, information and she and she and he has the force and are about to go on a journey which they discover that they are so much more to them than they think they are i mean now that you say it it's it's a little bit maybe too too on the nose that's kind of what I felt when I watched it for the first time. But I'm just so sad that Finn, a stormtrooper, didn't get a lightsaber. Come on. It would be mm. so cool. He has one on the post right here. Uh, yeah, but he was sidelined in the next ones. Yeah, kind of. Um, actually, one film that I haven't... I realized I haven't put on this 
metal film, but we have seen, and I did really enjoy that film. It was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I did too. I felt though that the ending was a little bit too short. Yeah, like it we, all escalates in the fifth, in the last fifteen minutes of the movie, and then it stops. Yeah, it, it it was kind of weird because we watched a three-hour-long film, and then the ending credits came up, and we were like, "Wait, that's it." Yeah, after three hours, and it's yeah. like, how did you accomplish this? It was kind of like, wait, I want more. Isn't it now when it starts? Yeah, like it so just started to be good, and I feel that maybe was the reason for why uh, the extended version ended up on Netflix as a, like a miniseries. Mm, maybe because, like there were scenes in the trailer that were cut from the movie. Yeah, I, I feel like there was a lot of stuff cut from the movies. There's there's some actors that were going to be in the movie that scenes were completely um, deleted. Yeah, like, like it feels like when we have this information, like there is more to the story. We're just not be we're just not being shown it. You know what I mean? I, I, I wonder how long this film could have been if if they, they weren't if they were keeping everything that they wanted to keep. Oh god! I mean, we, that's why we have the miniseries. I have to see. If the if the Google won't let me down again, I'm picking up a laptop. I'm going to look how long is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hmm. Something that I maybe want to end this uh, episode on is that while I haven't watched these two films with you, I can the two biggest memories I have of going to the cinema, and you unfortunately weren't with me, but the kind of two that stands out in my head was uh, one, one, one time I watched Mad Max Fury Road with my family and I had no expectation at all about Fury Road and I didn't even really know why we went to see it. And then I saw it and we, I was like, oh my god, that was amazing. Have you seen Mad Max? I did. I think I've seen it with my cousin. Yeah, I, 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 I remember... Having no expectation at all, and just, oh my god, this film is amazing. You know what my, you know what my terrifying cinema memory is. Uh, what? So you know the film Bruno, right? Uh, yes. The one about uh, the one, the guy who played uh, Borat. Bo- Borat, he made yeah. A movie about Shasha, a. Shasha Baron Conan. Exactly. He made a movie about a gay clothes designer, and they had like explicit sex scenes in the movie Mm. so one summer when i was at my father's place i said to my father no we're not gonna see transformers i wanna see bruno (laughs) like every kid (laughs) exactly and i was what 16 years old and i didn't know what it was so we go to the movies and we see them having freaking orgies on the screen i I I think you have I think you have had to be younger, actually. That might be it, actually. I know that I, I decided I had to leave like the cinema for a moment because I was so embarrassed. I convinced seven other people with me to go to see the damn movie. <laughs> you convinced seven people. <laughs> exactly. But uh, one, one thing that I also want to talk about uh, before, before, and th- this is the biggest 
like memory of the cinema I have is it's kind of I feel like when when you see these older older adults talk about how it was to see Star Wars the first time and how that felt like magic on the big screen I kind of have one movie that feels not exactly the same but it is the closest thing that I have and that is uh, when I saw the movie the Pixar movie Cars for the first time I really loved that film Really? I didn't know yeah. that Cars would do it to, for you. No, I I remember watching the Cars for the first time and I I just really lo- loved it. I I loved the the story, the characters, the, the town. I bought a lot of toys. I played the video games. I <laughs> I loved you even Cars. Even have the same affinity, right? Don't you uh, have the yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did. I don't have a lot of Disney Infinity's Infinity characters, but one of the few that I have is Lightning McQueen. I feel like maybe I can relate because that was like the feeling when I saw Kung Fu Panda, the first one. Okay. But listeners, I feel like this episode can go for a little bit longer, but we're gonna spare you the the, tr- the trouble of listening to another hour of our ramblings. Actually, I am, I feel like I'm pretty much done, to be honest. You are? Well, in that case, as always, listeners, thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoy it as much as we have. Don't forget to follow, hit the bell icon, or follow us on socials like Twitter. Uh, and, uh, yeah, with that, see you again in the next episode. Have Goodbye. a wonderful day. Bye.